Well, hi there, Jesse Bennett. <laughs> That's cheesy. Hi, I'm Jesse Bennett. On this episode of Trans Canada, I interview my old pal Brad Manners from School Damage. We actually made a music video for his band four years ago. Whoa. Brad and I were actually roommates for years and once lived in the worst apartment you could imagine. Holes in the wall, a hole in the front glass door, bed bugs, weird, sketchy roommates, the works. He once said, as long as we're living in a place better than this someday, we'll be doing good at life. And sure enough, that's happened, for now, knock on wood. But when I think of School Damage's lyrics and the band's juvenile demeanor, it takes me back to the dick and fart jokes that comprise the majority of my memories of that apartment. Well, that, the band, the replacements, and being really, really high on mushrooms in a t-shirt in January, sitting on the roof, imagining people shooting flaming arrows at us from Casa Loma. This episode contains a significant amount of potty mouth, so there's that. Not suitable for children or people with fancy tastes. I met up with him in his backyard in the Bloor Court area in Toronto. Brad, how are you? Good, good, man. Good. We're here with Brad Manners. Here we are, in my backyard. Yeah, that's right. You hear the birds chirping. Wind chimes, birds. Yeah. Brad's in school damage. And... Yeah been in countless other bands so many bands a lot of bands <laughs> i don't like, I think i've been in like three bands dude like 18 bands <laughs> i've known you man yeah. no not really yep yeah i'm uh i get around well let's take it back let's go from the beginning let's get into band history the b-man band history yeah dude i was in a really i got my first guitar at, uh my dude my 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 career is kind of a brian adams story Oh really? Because I got my first real six string. I got my first real six string. And uh, it was like a really shitty Stratocaster, mm -hmm. but I didn't know anything about guitars. And uh, it was a mini. A, my it was a it was a mini Strat. It was like the one that yeah like the little guys. Yeah, I didn't know it was a small guitar. It's all I could afford. I had to mow lawns and shit to get it. Yeah. And uh, it was like two hundred dollars. It's by Jay Terser. That's the company who made it. Jay Terser. Still around, actually. And, uh, yep, bought that guitar, and I uh, started up some really shitty bands with my friend Dave, who couldn't drum. No. I didn't know how to play guitar, so he just... He didn't, he didn't, he didn't use the kick pedal. He just used, like, the, the snare and hi-hat. Did, did he attempt to, like, kick it with his foot, or he just Once didn't? in a while, like, boom, then, then, like... But he also didn't keep... He, like, he kind of just was, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, he would just hit different, like drums like the tom and then the snare there was like no rhythmic like there was like just on the snare yeah it was really bad do you guys have a name yeah 41 winks with an x w-i-n-x 41 winks that was the name we never played a show no never i think we recorded a demo and it was just us like playing in his parents living room what kind of what kind of like jams were you like oh like 30 second like monstrosities terrible it was horrible like embarrassing and stuff and uh yeah then that evolved into uh jamming with crosley and danny and doing spring loaded mm -hmm. which was like that was around for a long time yeah that was a, that was a dynasty like of bad seven years or something like that and it was like not good i don't know why it we, became good yeah then we but we knew when to like call it because it was like <laughs> We're like, why we still, like we did it in high school? We started doing it into like our mid twenties almost. Fuck, we got 
Yeah, so that didn't work. And then I did school damage. And that's the band you've been in since. Only school damage. You had a few side things you were in for a while. Oh, I was in that band with John Hembry of Strombella's fame. Oh, yeah. The Vile. Yeah. He seemed to make it into every podcast so far. It's like, yeah. And then we're hanging around John Hembry, like, yeah, <laughs> who's also in the Strombellas. Yeah. Juno Award winning Strombellas. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, he was. We did a few shows, and then our, our singer and bass player was a. Uh, he was really into cocaine at the time. And right. he, he kind of stopped coming to shows. But so, that's where you do the cocaine. Yeah, I guess he had cocaine elsewhere. I don't know. But that's the best part about <laughs> I've <Yeah>. read. <laughs> that's that's I you know, that's what you do. Yeah, he's never, it's like we, we book a show and he never showed up. So I had to like borrow a bass from like the opening band or something. And I had to sing his parts and play bass. Didn't, that didn't work out too that well. That was what, the vial? The vial. Yeah. Vial. Yeah. I remember one time, ask Henry, this is a true story, ask John Henry. We played the strip club in Kingston, like upstairs. wasn't in the actual strip club. Okay. And uh, as soon as we walked into the venue, there's like a stripper with like, you know, big fake boobs. Sure. And she's like, "Hey guys!" And we're like, "Oh hey, what's up?" And we had to share, like our gear room was their dressing room, so we had all our amps and drums while these girls were getting ready to go out and perform. You guys here? You guys here to play some music? You guys here to rock? <laughs> yeah, super <laughs> shitty punk. And then uh, I remember like across from the club, there was a a church that had like. A, like a cemetery so I guess if you like I, I'm assuming it's for people who used to live in the church okay and I went outside and there's fucking our old bass player doing coke off of a priest's headstone really yeah and then like drinking a beer and like I think he pissed on a headstone or something it was oh. like my god are we really gonna get this debaucherous like to the point where we're like we're like pissing on a, a guy who devoted his life to God's headstone yeah wow let's go And then here we are, bud. Oh, I had the C-sections for a bit, too. Yeah, C-sections. They only did a few shows. That was like two parts spring-loaded, right? Wasn't Danny in that band? Danny Godwin was in the band. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was our our attempt to uh, get back into it after Crosby left spring-loaded.
yeah, then I uh, I kind of did the same thing with school damage, but with better musicians. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, let's get into some uh, school damage tracks. Yeah. Let's talk about some of them. Let's dig. Let's dig deep. Let's dig deep. Throw those sleeves up and get in there. <laughs> let's go digging. <laughs> roll your roll your pants up. We're going in deep. <laughs> We're clam digging We're for clam school damage digging. gems. Yeah. What was the last record? The full length you guys put out? Battered Lives. Battered Lives. I don't have the track list in front of me. That's okay. But you do you know some of the songs we're often? Yeah, <laughs> I got an idea how they go. Yeah. Well, this is the only record where John Kabatin, our bass player, was writing songs. He wrote three songs for that record. Mm, so pretty... I can't I can't really touch on those because I don't know what they're about. Okay. I know, <laughs> you I know must, they're really good. Some idea. I think one's about the internet. I think it's a song about the internet. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He likes the internet. Who doesn't? It's yeah, great. it's great. I was yeah. on there for a good chunk of today. Actually. Yeah, Just checking out stuff on the internet. Yeah, this actually, this podcast is going to end up on the internet. No way. That's kind of the idea. No way. Yeah. This sounded kind of fishy, so I decided to call up John to verify. Hey, buddy. Hey, John. How are you? Not too bad, dude. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I just I need to call you to verify a few things, okay? Okay. First thing, Brad says that you wrote a song about the internet and that you like the internet. And uh, can you embellish on that? Uh, I think in this day and age, it's kind of impossible for people not to like the internet. Unless unless you, like, see it as the root of all evil. Then I get why people don't like the internet. Um, I did write a song that's kind of about the internet, but it's more just about social media and how... Uh, it as a platform allows people to kind of curate their own lives so that they only see what they want to see through the lens of, I don't know, people that would support them in anything they say or put them on a pedestal with anything they do. And that's kind of what people use social media for is what I'm seeing is just a platform for self-indulgence. But yeah, I don't know. I think it was over like that album was written over like two years. So it kind of, you know when you write write a song like you have a, you ever like a certain theme like when you're in burnt downs you guys had like certain themes and stuff right yeah and whatever you're listening to at the time it really inspires what you're doing sure so I guess it's something like that okay but I have a song about uh, a dude I knew who died on that record okay what's the name of the track uh that one's called uh, frig off bud <laughs> frig off bud <laughs> yeah okay yeah and uh yeah it's about a dude who died that I knew okay. And uh, what else is there? Oh, there's a song about me killing myself on there. That oh, one's, yeah? That one's called, uh, what's that one called? Eviction Notice. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah, on I know there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, there's one about my mom on there. Yeah, that's nice. That one's about, uh, that one's, uh, fuck, what's that one called? We shot a video for it, too. Uh, oh, You'll Shoot Your Eye Out. You'll Shoot Your Eye Out. It's about my mom, because she has dementia. You're right. that, right? Yeah, I do. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. So, I say, uh, <laughs> you do a lot of stuff for you, but I just bum you out all the time. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. But, yeah, I kind of just, I don't know, I'm not really good at writing. I don't really have, like, it's hard to motivate myself to write lyrics and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty rare that I'll, like, you know, want to write lyrics down. But right. there's times, too, when you get in the groove, you start just banging it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it seems when we're, we, ever, we go on the road, something bad happens and it's not like I mean besides like the van breaking down, which happens. Uh, but like like last time we went on the road, I, I came back with like a concussion and stuff. Oh, 
Yeah, my girlfriend's always bummed when I get back because something bad happened. Or, I, like, I had this thing where, you know, I fell asleep and I woke up and there's pee on me, you know? What, like, where'd you fall asleep? Uh, in a bed. But, uh, was it your pee? Next to Kurt. Yeah, I leave it with my pee. Yeah. Or someone peed in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> we got, like, really fucking drunk, I guess. And I was sleeping next to Kurt and I woke up. I'm like, uh oh. And everyone made fun of me for it. Yeah, did he kind of wake up? I was like, dude, you, you peed right near me. Yeah, luckily uh, it wasn't like a big deal. It was like just a little bit of pee. Still enough to make you feel really shitty about yourself, though. I don't remember the last time I peed myself. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, but yeah, we like to... Know, a little mischief maker sometimes. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We, we just did some shows with the, with the Creep Show a few, a few weeks back. And the Penske file. Mm-hmm. And uh, we played this festival. Well, first of all, we just beat the Creep Show guys like, the first night and the Penske file guys the first night. And uh, we found out they had a green room. We're like, we don't have a green room. Right. So we like, like well, it. can we share your green room? Yeah, and they were cool about it. Uh-huh. But like, we went up there and like, the Creep Show had a whole case of beer. We didn't have beer at all. So we just took their, <laughs> we took a bunch of their beers. Oh, yeah. But they're, they're, they're okay about it. And then, uh, that's when I got the concussion was that night. Me and Kurt were horsing around. Horseplay. Oh, yeah. And I fell on my head. My nose started bleeding and stuff. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thought I was going to... Yeah, it was pretty bad. People <laughs> thought I had to go to the hospital and stuff. Yeah. If you just tell a promoter you need beer, they'll just get you beer. Yeah. Like, we need a case of beer. They're like, okay. And they'll, they'll do that for you. We haven't done that yet. I don't know why we've never done that. We learned that just recently. You can just ask for stuff and you get it. We're just too nice. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what I was going with that story was... uh. We played this festival with those guys up okay. up in Timmins. You ever played Timmins before, bud? No, I, I played oh. I played Sudbury, never Timmins. Yeah, well, you know, it's not too far. It's about four hours from Sudbury. Yeah, but uh, and that's like Canadian touring, not too far. <laughs> yeah, it's eight hours from here, Toronto. Yeah. And uh, we are we have friends from North Bay, which is like again four hours from there. And they 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 opened the festival up, and uh, the next day we're driving back from the festival, and we're like we see this we see their van on the highway so we're like let's pass them and uh so we passed them and i opened i i took off my pants and we i opened the side door of the van and i was meefing you know what meefing is no that's when you uh like aggressively masturbate <laughs> so we pulled up next to them and we're like side by side on this highway uh-huh. and the driver looks over and he sees me like <laughs> just like pretty much ripping my wiener off yeah uh wait you actually pulled your wiener out <laughs> yeah i did yeah <laughs> I was, yeah. Why don't you do the full effect, man? Yeah, yeah. So, and then we saw their reaction. They were like, oh, fuck. And they're like, fans, like, kind of like. Uh, then we stopped for like breakfast or something. We're, like, we're laughing our faces off. And then a couple of hours later, we're driving on the highway again. We see the same van. And uh, luckily, I had to take a pee at that time. Okay. So I peed into a, like a bottle. Mm-hmm. And uh, I gave it to John. He's in the front and I was in the back. I couldn't get, I couldn't angle it where I was sitting. And he gave it to John, and we passed him again, and John just, like, hookshot it, and it went right into their windshield. John, can you confirm that you hookshot a bottle of Brad's urine onto a windshield of a van? <laughs> yeah, it, it was more like an underhanded lob, but yeah. I think we laughed for the, the entire ride home, like, the additional seven hours on the way home. And they're, they texted me, like, is that fucking piss? <laughs> yes. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> yeah, I know, that's, like, really weird. That's, like, shit that psychopaths do no it's uh the thing is like we just fucking get like restless dude fucking like being on the road's fine and all but like 
shit we come up with, man, it's fucking weird. Like Kurt, <laughs> Kurt does the worst stuff in terms of like hurting people and stuff. I could, I could see him like you, be like, oh man, I'm gonna do this, and I could see him being like that, like line crosser. Like, yeah, you think you're gonna do that? I'm gonna do this. Yeah. It's like, well, dude. Oh, he's always. <laughs> like, he's. It's not like he's a maniac, but he's. There's no his own strength. So like, he'll. Like one time we played in Niagara Falls and he he pushed a kid and the kid flew like 20 feet. Like he just pushed him. Yeah. But he was like a 19 year old kid. It was his birthday too. That's what it was. It was his 19 year old kid's birthday. He just turned 19. Uh huh. He was like moshing around and Kurt didn't like it because he was too close and he pushed the kid and he went head first into a bunch of tables. <laughs> and then he's like unconscious. <laughs> Kurt is a strong man. Yeah, he's a, he's a gentle soul, but he's strong. <laughs> he is strong. Holy shit. He's like he's like uh it's like kind of like a the Hulk or something. Like any like any strong person, he's a he's a sweet caring dude, but just doesn't know his fucking strength. I'm sure there's more things we've done besides meef and throw piss bottles. <laughs> you can use that word if you want. <laughs> Meefing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for a quick meef. This this might be the title of the episode. <laughs> yeah, meefing with Brad Manners of School Damage. <laughs> That's not how I masturbate. Just want to get the full effect. Yeah. So since albums take fucking forever to come out, mm-hmm. we've already started working on a new one. Ours just came out in May of last year. Not even a year old that album. Mm-hmm. But it was recorded like two years ago. Right. Yeah, I remember you guys were kind of sitting on that for a while. Yeah, because you gotta find someone to. Like, it has to be mixed and mastered, and sh- then you have to like find someone to put it out. That took forever, so we just did it ourselves. We're like, hey, let's cut the middleman out. Mm-hmm. So we just did it ourselves. But uh, yeah, we're recording a new, or yeah, we're we're doing the pre-production right now. Okay, is it gonna be a full length, or what do you think? Yeah. It's like fifteen songs. Heads up. Uh, excuse me. You guys always have been pretty prolific songwriters. Like you guys banged out. <laughs> prolific. Yeah. Pro- yeah really. That's what I would use to describe yeah. three, three idiots with the guitarist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean we're not writing anything complex? Like it's no pro- four chords. Pro- prolific just means like like a lot. Oh, I thought meant something different. Yeah, we uh, we jam twice a week, so you're gonna get a lot of stuff done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, combatants writing a lot of new stuff. I got we got some well, we got some long songs, bud. We got one that's like three and a half minutes long. Holy moly! Yeah, yeah it's like King Crimson there. It's, it's, the, it's the opus, yeah, for sure. Twenty uh, first century schizophrenia. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. I can't wait to hear it. And that one is about stuff too. Let's hear about what that's about. <laughs> uh, another song about a friend dying. Another one on there about a friend dying. It's seems pers- be, that seems to be a common theme with a lot. Yeah, well, people oh, like people to take uh, party drugs and not know where they came from, and then they don't wake up the next day. And it's happening pretty frequently. Yeah. And it happened to two people that I know, which sucks. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's happened... Fuck, man, there was that recently, it's like nine people overdosed in one night recently, like in Toronto or something like that. No way. I didn't hear that. Uh, or that, or it's like some woman died at Rebel. Like two people OD'd in the same night, like last weekend or something. It's ridiculous. So, I mean, like, if you're going to take party drugs, t- like, test out a little bit. Would that be a would that be an advisory thing? Well, here's a, here's like a, test that a little bit and like wait like half an hour. Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't know how it works, man, because like I don't partake that much anymore. This might not be the most sound advice. I'm no expert. Right. I, I kind of got freaked out. I mean, the night I knew I knew this person who uh, died, and I found out because I found I found a picture in the obits. And so we wrote a song called "See You in the Obits" about it. And the night that she, I found out she died, we were playing a gig, 
And I took a handful of like MDMA. I was just like, yeah, this could be bad. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. And it proved to be a bad idea? Or oh, it's great. No, it was MDMA. It was awesome. <laughs> Still had a great time. Um, so yeah, we got a song about that. And then uh, I got a song about uh, missing. This is actually serious shit, man. I got a song about fucking being a uh, lower class. And then it also touches on the, the missing First Nations and Indigenous women okay. across Canada. Touches yeah. on that. Well, it's interesting when you, uh, it's pretty funny when someone wants to be prime minister, they make a lot of promises. And then those promises are not kept. No. And that was one of the promises to get to the butt of that, of that issue, and decriminalize marijuana. And none of that has happened yet. It keeps no. kind of just getting pushed aside. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's just, to me, it's just a really weird topic. Like, I don't know why that's never been brought up until recently. How can that? And there's a lot of, a lot of people who are involved, a lot of, Greasy Gusses, a lot of characters. Most of them are RCMP or, or, or politicians that are kind of at, responsible for mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And uh, people still get to keep their jobs and they're not being properly punished. Like, the trouble it's yeah, doing, for sure. I think John has another song about the internet. No, he can't. <laughs> he can only have one song about the internet. <laughs> I think he actually does. One about the internet. Brad thinks I'm obsessed with the internet. I didn't write a second song about the internet. I wrote a song about the current political climate that seems to be swelling around us and how it's absolutely fucking atrocious. Okay, great. And Yeah, and about how uh, kind of, I guess, along the same, same uh, topic as the song about the internet where these precious little snowflakes think that they have a grip on our planet and a grip on our, what we can do and what we can say and what they think they know what's best for the world. But really they're just the path that we have been going down as a populace, as a people isn't sustainable anymore. And one way or another, certain individuals are going to have to find out about that. He has a song about, he has this thing, I can't pronounce it. He has this weird eye uh, twitch. And he wrote a song about that. John can make a song about anything. Apparently. I can't. I don't write about people dying. Oh. Yeah. Just, I'm just a tortured soul, man. That's how I would always explain to you. You know B-Man. He's a, he's a tortured soul guy. <laughs> Leave him alone. Tortured soul. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> he's an idiot. Leave him alone. Tortured soul. I'm the Elliot Smith of uh, the Toronto punk scene. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to recording that because the songs are actually... Uh, excuse me. I don't. I would never say... Like, oh, these songs are real fucking bangers. Because that's, I'm just, like, uh, pretty self-deprecating. I wouldn't say that about no. anything. But I will say these songs are fucking bangers. Yeah. These new ones. <laughs> I and, bet. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm just fucking pumped to get them down and put them out. Hopefully by next fall, we'll have mm. them all recorded. Oh, that's good. We're doing it ourselves, too, which is even better. No, no, uh, no rush. Don't have to take our time on everything. Does that also mean like no label support or what's? We'll see. Yeah. Shop I mean, around. yeah. I mean, label label will be great to be honest with you, but at the same time, like we can also just do it ourselves again. Yeah, right. It only costs it only costs like three grand to press a record. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a lot of money, but you make that money back really fucking fast. Yeah. Like we already we already made that investment back with like the last record, so we can just do it again. That's pretty great. And did you ship them out kind of like uh, internationally or just yeah, Canada yeah. or? Yeah, well, I mean, we're, yeah, we have some friends, too, who, like, have distros, like, and right now you can get it in, like, Austria and Italy, uh, I 
think Germany, I think. But yeah, I mean, I just myself personally, I fucking mail boxes of records. Like every, like, I mean, I, well, I can, I can proudly say that we are a hundred percent DIY mm-hmm. to the point where we put our own records out and we fucking do our own distro. Like I'm literally like spending hundreds of dollars mailing records to like Austria and Italy and stuff. That's awesome. And, and we're it's and we're ducks. We're fucking playing Austria and Italy this summer. Oh really? Yeah, man. I don't know you guys are going. Oh yeah. Yeah, going to Italy to play this big festival called uh, Punk Rock Reduno. It's in Bergamo, Italy. It's uh, Andrea from the Mangies, which is like an Italian pop punk band. They're mm-hmm. pretty big out there. They're bringing us over, and we're playing with uh, the New Bomb Turks. I think the Queers are playing. Uh, cool. Nikki and the Corvettes. It's pretty stacked, man. It's gonna be, it's like a three day event. It's gonna be fucking sweet. That's great. And then you guys are making a tour out of that. Yeah. Kind of basically yeah. So we, yeah, we got the, we got the show in Italy first. Then we just booked a tour with this band called Rap Bones from Italy. They're from Milan. They're taking us around. So we're going to Switzerland, Italy, Austria, Germany. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you ever been, have you ever been over there? No, I've never been across the pond before. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Here, looking forward to it. Germany's fantastic. Yeah, we're playing Freeburg. Which we're, uh, you're I, playing Freebird. Sick. I'm glad someone's yeah. covering that now. <laughs> we're doing that. Yeah. All 16 minutes of it. <laughs> And we're going to do it in Freeburg, Germany. <laughs> you guys ever seen Freeburg in Freeburg? I'm as free as a bird now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I, so that's me. That's me. Fucking sick. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. Uh, Berlin, going there, but no, I wish we we're going to Berlin. The thing I, I was told that in the summertime, venues aren't open. A lot of venues aren't open because so many festivals rolled through. Oh, I could see that through Europe. And, like, it just doesn't make sense for bands to really tour, I guess. I don't know. Right. I don't know much. I, I'm just, the Rat Bones guys are booking all of it. Like, Mutus booking and the Rat Bones guys are doing all the booking. So I'm just sitting across the world answering emails being like, sounds good. But I don't know where the fuck we're even going. I'm just going to get in a van and drink Peroni. I don't know. Yeah, so I assume you started boning up on your Italian. Bueno. Okay. <laughs> See. <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. No, I, w- I, sh- I, sh- I wouldn't mind learning a few phrases. I wish you were going to Holland, too, because the motherland. But oh, yeah. That's where your, your peoples are from. My fucking parents were born there. But not in the cards, bud. Maybe next time. Your parents were born there? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm, I'm a first-generation Canadian. Ah. Immigrants. Yeah. Im- I- immigrants. Yeah. My old, hey. man, my old man came here on a boat. He's the whitest dude you ever meet in your entire life. Um... Feel so bad. Hey, man. Crosley. My Crosley. What in up, the house. homie? Come on in here. Turn your fucking phone off. I'm doing an interview. God damn it. Mike Crosley, who I was just talking about, is right here. Shows up, <laughs> busts in, with his cell phone ringing. Yeah, how did you get into my house? <laughs> oh, now you need a lighter, yeah. Good thing you got. Seriously. Yeah. You want to borrow 10 bucks while you're here? Uh, I had a lighter. Jesse used it last. No, it's here somewhere. Here. I have it. I have it here. You know the ransack my apartment for it. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. Well, all right, B-Man. Thanks a lot, man. Hey, That's dude. about it. Anytime you want to hang out in my backyard and drink beers and talk about my success, I'm down. Your, your lengthy successes. <laughs> it's, it's great. Maybe minor, but man, did it ever taste sweet? <laughs> Murking? What's it? Meefing. Meefing, yeah. <laughs> Meefing and piss jugs.
Yeah, well, it was a sports bottle, but yeah. Either way, well, thanks a lot, dude. I can't believe I, yeah, I can't believe, I will say that I'm really impressed that I didn't uh, pee over the lid of the sports bottle. Oh, like, did you cap it, or was it just enough no, pee? No, it was the perfect amount of pee. I, I honestly think that someone was shining down on me that day. The fact that we hit the windshield, <laughs> uh, I didn't pee on the floor of the van, no one got pee on them except for the guys in the other van. I, I feel like I live a charmed life. Cool, buddy. This has been fun. Thanks, dude. All right. High five. All right. All right. Yeah, dude. What are you guys doing? Nothing. <laughs> Fine. Canada is produced by myself. My editor is my good pal, Ty Trumbull, who keeps me as much as he can from sounding like an idiot. Theme track by Dave Grabowski. You can find a link to School Damage in the bio, see what those cats are up to. If you want to get at us, or even be on the show, email transcanadamusic at gmail.com.